Welcome to another episode of the Guys with God podcast called Sharing Our Struggles, where we discuss the everyday challenges and frustrations that all men go through during their lives at one time or another. We like to talk about how we've dealt with them from both our past experiences and from what God reveals to us through his word. Now, here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Sharing Our Struggles. Uh, today, I have a special guest. It's a friend of mine, Bob, who has an amazing story on how God has given him a second chance on life. So with that, I would like to introduce you to Bob. And have Bob, would you just mind sharing your story and how God has showed up in your life and has given you another chance on, uh, on life? I've been a believer uh, most of my life, and uh, on Sunday, August 6th, I had an experience that just really built further my, my foundation and my belief in God, and that God and Jesus has your back. Um, I'm an avid cyclist, so I basically, in the month of July, I cycled every, every morning, and I get up at about 4, 4.30 a.m. in the morning to go, because it's a little bit cooler here in Arizona. And uh, around, uh, uh, it usually gets hot about 7, 7.30. So on Sunday, August 6th, I, I call it kind of my recovery ride. I ride with a group of riders and, in the Chandler area. And it's a great ride, and, and we might do anywhere from 25 to 30 miles. And on this Sunday, um, it was a great ride, a little windy coming back. Um, we we uh, got back to uh, an area basically on uh, Gilbert and Germain. Uh, said my goodbye to everybody, turned the air conditioning on my car, loaded my bike on the back of the car, run, and then um, start to drive home. My routine on that on, on Sunday morning when I'm coming back, and I always call Pam and let her know, my wife, what time I'm going to be back so we can get ready for church. And for some reason, I, I got into the ride a little bit. I didn't call her this morning. Um, I was heading west, uh, excuse me, east on Queen Creek. I don't remember approaching uh, Lindsay. I thought I was actually further along, but all of a sudden my vision um, just literally narrowed down. I felt my world starting to twist, and, and all of a sudden at that point in time, I blacked out. Okay. What had happened is my heart had stopped. Okay, um, for the next part of the story, I really didn't know what happened, but there's some things that happened that God is the greatest orchestrator of all. So I was sitting in the left lane, and there was a guy behind me, uh, when the light, and I didn't even know I stopped at the light, okay. but when the light turned green, my foot came off the gas, the brake pedal. He saw the brake lights go off, and the car just slowly go forward and start drifting to the right. Um, most drivers at this point in time are laying on the horn and, and, and complaining about you not going fast enough. This guy kind of washed, and as my car kind of went to the right side of the curb, it hit the, the curb and just slowly creeped along. He knew something was wrong. He stopped his car. Uh, my car's still rolling. He's actually trying to hold my car back while I'm trying to pot on the window. Now, here's part two. Um, there's a lady by the name of Courtney. Okay, happens to be a nurse. Now, wouldn't you know what, what she specializes in? What's that? Cardio. <laughs> oh, okay, cardiovascular and stuff like that. Well, uh, this is her last day at the hospital. She was changing jobs on Monday, and normally she's out as soon as she can, but that day, she was delayed about 40 minutes. As she was going home on 202, she normally takes Val Vista to go home. She had the feeling she had to take Lindsay, which she hates to take Lindsay because of traffic. Um, so as she's going on Lindsay, she turns left onto Queen Creek and she sees this guy pounding on my window. And she at first 
getting ready to call the police thinking it's a road rage. Uh, how she saw this, I don't know, but she said as she drove by, she noticed I was slumped, I had blue lips, she knew I was in distress. Um, she stopped her car, rushed over, they got the window broken. I don't know this guy, I've never met him, the, the first uh, Good Samaritan, first guardian angel. Um, when they got the window broken, they put the car in the park, he pushed me out onto the uh, driver's side, she was there, my legs were actually still propped up on the car. And she proceeded to do CPR. As a result of that, I'm thankful she did. I got mm -hmm. three broken ribs on the left side, yeah. and it hurts to laugh, and two fractures on the right side. Um, very painful, but I'm so thankful to be alive. Um, she did uh, three rounds of CPR. A police officer arrived and kind of took over. EMT came. Um, they paddled me, um, um, put the paddle on me three times. And... I woke up in the ambulance as they were heading to the hospital. Okay. And I think, because I, 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 when I opened up my eyes, it was bright, I saw everybody's faces, and I think I startled them because I don't think they expected me, Ron, to, to revive and come to. Um, and I was fully cognizant at that point in time. I, I knew my name, I knew my address, all that stuff. I gave my wife's number to call her, um, and they, they, they directed me to the hospital. I will say that. Courtney and that guy and the whole crew that, that worked on me, all, all the people at Gilbert Mercy, fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, I could ask them that. And, and, and the neat thing is, um, when God's working with you, he surrounds you with the right people the right time. And, and Ron, I'll tell you, 90% of the people that, that I came in contact at the hospital were believers. And that other 10%, um, they were amazed at the story. And I think mm -hmm. it, it, it kind of triggered them to start realizing there's got to be a God because all these things that happen from the time my heart started to the time they got it, there's a window of about six minutes mm -hmm. before brain damage starts happening. What they diagnosed me with is a cardiac arrest. Um, so when you have a cardiac arrest outside of the hospital, 95% um, of the people don't make it. In fact, there's a football player that just had one on, on Monday Night Football. Um, miraculous that he survived. And uh, out of that 95, that, that remaining 5%, 4% end up in long-term care, 1% walk away. I, I, I can't tell you, you know, how thankful I am. God, God's got a plan. I, I, now, now, the scary part, Ron, is I don't know what the plan is. <laughs> I have no clue. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's I, I trust God in all areas of my life. I, I just like, like any, any, any typical guy, I want to know now. Yeah. And the only word I'm getting from God right now is rest, relax, recuperate. And at the time, he'll tell me where he wants me to be. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did get a chance to meet Courtney. Uh, she was a single mom of three, just an incredible lady. Um, and it's just amazing how she knew exactly what to do. She knew my heart had stopped. And she knew that if she didn't put enough pressure to the CPR, I would have been gone. So all these little things and, and you know coming together, what, what are the odds, Ron, of, of something like that happening without a divine intervention and, and somebody directing that? Yeah, and that's that's a great point, Bob, that you brought up because some people, people who aren't really are maybe questioning God and don't really have a belief in God, and uh, they would say it's a coincidence. All these things are coincidences. But as I'm listening to your story and all these little things, coincidence, like you were in the left lane. What's a, is it just a coincidence that you just went over to the right? Why didn't you go to the left? Okay, and then is it a coincidence that this gentleman just happened to be following you? And most people, like I agree, road rage probably would have beeped the horn and, and just kept going. And then so is that 
another coincidence, a coincidence that this nurse who just happens to be on the expressway every day, she just happens to go down the street that, at the, the same route that you were on. A coincidence that she happened to be a cardiac nurse. So it's all these things that if, as people would listen to this, your story, your amazing story and say, ah, oh, it's just a coincidence. I just think there's too many things that you would, people would say, quote unquote, a coincidence is that just, no, it, it, it wasn't a coincidence. This was totally the hand of God watching over you. God's intervention. Yeah, because can you think, think about it, I'll kind of repeat it, but you know, all these little things, if one thing had just been a little out of place, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be here today. Right. Um, you know, for the EMT, you know, I don't know what the typical response is, but, but again, this window to get my heart started is, is about six minutes. Mm-hmm. And for, so from the time I, I blacked out, the heart stopped, to the time I woke up in the ambulance, uh, you're, you're, you're talking less than eight minutes. Wow. Okay, so, so again, everything, sorry, um, everything had to be orchestrated. And, and I, 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 I firmly, I, I, I hear you know, my humble belief, I, I know that God, you know, saved me. Yes. He had my back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but it's overwhelming. Yeah, I, I can imagine. No, I reckon I can't imagine. But it's just like I said, it's just so many little things that, like you said, if just if this one just went, the lady just went, got off five minutes earlier, five minutes later, if this she wouldn't have pulled up in time. If this man was, you know, just he would have been a light behind you. You know, who was to say that the other guy or somebody else that was next, she would have done what this gentleman did. And by the way, I know you shared the story with me a little bit before, but did you ever find that guy? Have you found no, the name we're, of the guy we're, yet? We're, we're still hoping to find him. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I got one or two more avenues I'm going to try to check out. Um, but if he happens to hear this, I'd love to hear from him. Thank you. Yeah. So um, with that, so it sounds like, well, it's, it, it is from listening to you that God has given you a second chance in life. Yes. So uh, so now I know you, you said that you're kind of a bit of afraid because you don't know what he's going to use this for. But all you hear from him right now is just to rest <laughs> recuperate and get well and yeah. and, and uh, I know I'm, a lot of us are like where we don't have the patience we want to know right now right and you probably wanted to know like a week ago all right God what are you going to use this for right yeah, yeah so I can start working at it you know yeah. get prepared and yeah uh, and, and right now the only thing I'm getting is rest relax right recuperate and, and I'm like oh okay I'm, I'm ready to go but yeah but, yeah. but here's the thing I can't question his timing right Right. It, it, it is always, you know, I go back to the story. It, it, his timing is always perfect. It, it just, there's a reason for everything. Mm-hmm. There's a season and when it's time, oh, okay. He'll let me know. He'll put me in the right spot at the right time and I, I will be aware of it. So, yeah. and I know, I know because we've been friends for a while, we go to the same group, men's group, yes. is that uh, you have a, you have a really strong faith. Yes. So now because of this, has you, have you feel that your faith has grown more or is it, is it strengthened or maybe your trust in God? You know, cause I know we all kind of have moments in our lives where we kind of, our trust kind of wavers a little bit, you know, and sometimes we trust him with this, but we don't trust him with that. But how would you say your faith and your trust in God has changed? So the last couple of weeks be, before this incident, I would have said, man, I'm rock solid believer. You, you know, there's no, no wavering or anything like that, but there's always been times where you know, I, I try to do it on my own power. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, Ron, I'm literally I'm learning to just relax, let it go, not try to take things under my own control and let God control it. Mm-hmm. Now, is it easy? No, no. But it's just 
stop trying to do things on my own power because God just sits there and laughs. Okay, so so yeah, my, my, my faith is even stronger now. Okay. And to those who maybe faith isn't really, they don't have a really a strong faith or maybe not much faith in God at all, and even to the, those of us who do have a faith, what would you have to, what would you say to us as, as with what you've experienced in the last couple of weeks as far as um, trusting in God and having that faith in God, uh, how you see things before and how you see, the, see things now? What would you tell the, the, I would say that, what would you tell us someone who doesn't really have faith? Yeah, Ram, is a great question. And, uh, you know, everybody's journey to, to come to believing in God is a little bit different. And I'm going to tell, uh, I'm going to tell somebody, I, 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 can, I can get real, real simple. Okay. Um, you know, maybe you can laugh at me because I believe. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the days, when I'm called home, if, if I'm wrong and I end up in nowhere, I have nothing to lose. But if God is real and I'm a believer, and at the end of the day when I get called home and I spend my eternity in heaven, I win everything. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something I don't want, I, I didn't want to take a chance early on. So I would tell people, you know, you know if you're listening to this, Okay, and you just feel a small tug on your heart that you need to to explore more. I'll, t- I'll tell you, maybe you know, maybe go to a local church, um, but you know what? Pick up the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, get around somebody that you know that's a believer and talk to them. And uh, and it's okay to tell somebody, hey, I don't know if I really believe. It is okay. Um, and sometimes people, uh, maybe I'm rambling here, but sometimes people might feel that they they've done so many bad things in life. So many terrible things that, that they couldn't be forgiven. Okay, and I'm here to tell you that, that I'm not perfect. Okay, I know Ron is not perfect. And I'll tell you, it doesn't matter what you've done. God's going to forgive you. And, and that's a hard thing for people to believe. But God you know, will always, that's why he sent his son. Mm-hmm. So that you know, no matter what we've done, we will be forgiven. hope that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And... Bob, your story is, you have such an amazing story and such a wonderful story. And I know that God is going to use that story and that second chance he's given you in life to reach so many people, so many hundreds of people. You're going to touch their lives and, and maybe some of those people that are on the, on the, are teetering back and forth, whether they believe or whether they don't believe. Hearing a story like yours and just that there's just too many little things that happen in your story that there's, it's just not a coincidence because one thing or two things, but just all those little, little details of your story has, there's just too many things that they're not coincidences. It's all like you said, God is the great orchestrator of our lives. And he had everything planned. He had everything, send the right people at the right time, the lady, the guy and all that stuff. And and like you said, the 1% of the people who had the cardiac arrest like you did, walk away from it. And you're and you're the person that's walked away from that. So yeah. I know God is gonna use you and use that story. And if he can even change one life, that's that's all. You know, right. If you have one person when you reach heaven that touches you on your shoulder and says, Bob, you had a great story. Because of your story, you changed my life and you, and I'm here because of you. So that's, 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 that's all worth it just for that. It, it, it's worth it for everything that I've gone through. If it changes one person's life, mm-hmm. um, it is worth it. Right. Yes. Um, it's just an amazing story you have, Bob. And it's just, uh, I'm just so blessed to be a part of your life and be friends with you. And as we're building our friendship together, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how God uses this story and how he uses you to uh, touch so many other lives and to change the faith of people who maybe are struggling a little bit in their faith and, you know, help them to uh, start on their relationship with Jesus. Um, Bob, I just want to thank you for sharing your story, for taking the time to, to share your story and to 
getting it out to the people who need to hear it. And um, once again, Bob, uh, it's great that you have come through this. Uh, I'm glad to see that you're still here today. And I look forward to seeing what God uses this in, in the future and where he takes you with this. So I just want to thank everyone for listening today and hope you enjoyed Bob's story. And if you did, I would appreciate it if you shared it with someone and someone who maybe needs to hear a story about faith and someone who's maybe whose life is a little bit struggling and they just need to hear something very uplifting and empowering. And it's just one man's story of how God has given him a second chance. Okay. Thank you. Thanks everyone. We'll talk to you again. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you hear, please share it with a friend. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook page, Guys With God, and also our website, guyswithgod.com, where both places give you an opportunity to pose any questions that you may have from today's discussion or to post any topic that you may want to hear discussed in the future. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.